Honestly, this is this is how I felt inside as we were prancing around the Shire yesterday, aka Devonshire Mall, just just paying for people's bills. It was amazing. Is this Hobbit music? Yes, it is the song concerning Hobbits from the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Of course, <laughs> it was super fun. It was. Uh, if you were in the Shire yesterday and you saw us, next time say hi. Yeah, because we might pick up your bill. You never know. What might happen? It was one of the most amazing and also uncomfortable things that we've oh, ever God. done because you have to, like, <laughs> creep around the checkout to find people who are, like, actively paying for their items. Yes. Because if you approach someone in the store and you say, we're going to buy whatever you get today, they're going to get oh. a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a sneak attack, really. <laughs> it's our tab grab, and it was so cool to do it. Like, just seeing Hannah creeping around at the checkout at Bath and Body Works was so funny. Oh my god, it was so funny because I wanted to get this one guy and then I saw them hand him a receipt and I'm like, oh, he's already paid. And I'm so close to the checkout and I had to like turn around and pivot. Yeah. So yeah, it's hilarious. So if you think there are some creepy people at the mall or maybe we'll hit up a grocery store next. Yeah, it could be a gas station. Yep. Um, This was some of the audio. One of the first places we went was Journeys in Devonshire Mall Mm -hmm. and uh, helped, I think her name was Laura Pay for a kid's shoes. Hi, what's his name? Crew. Hi. Crew. Crew. He's getting his first pair. Aww. We're hooking you up with your first pair of Is dogs. Is this them? Oh, oh my god, yeah. they're so cute. Amazing. I'm dead. Yeah. That's a big move. That You're gonna look cool in those. I mean, even the kicks you got on right now, pretty yes, awesome. It's sorry. What's your name? Laura. Laura. Thank you. Uh, you're so welcome. Oh Thank you. And he was just a little guy. He was in the stroller. He was more stylish than all of us. And he yeah. was in a stroller and he had a big old thing of gummies. He did. I he was, was like, ready for shopping. Crew is <laughs> set for the day. Yeah. And then we went to Indigo. That was the other. We did three hookups yesterday. Yeah. And then Dre, we got her bill. And she was like, oh, damn, I should have got more stuff, <laughs> which is hilarious. Starts trying to pile more things into her order. Amazing. But yeah, if you do see us around... Just know we might be about to pay for your gas, your groceries, shoes for your kids, whatever you are attempting to buy. We'll sneak up and be like, no, no, don't. I literally ran across Indigo. Like, I was like, don't, don't pay, pay for, for that. <laughs> You're scared. You're like, oh. Yeah, no, we definitely, we scared as many people as we made their days, for sure. Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Dame Angela Lansbury has passed away at the age of 96. So Angela Lansbury, a three-time Oscar nominee. Her career spanned eight decades. She's one of the last surviving stars of the golden age of Hollywood cinema. She started when movies were black and white back in the day. So according to a statement from her family, Angela Lansbury died in her sleep just five days before her 97th birthday, peacefully at her home in Los Angeles. And she's famous for her roles in Murder, She Wrote, Gaslight, and on Broadway as well. She was given an honorary Oscar for Lifetime Achievement in 2013 and a Lifetime Achievement Award from BAFTA in 2002. As well, she has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You and I may know her best, Johnny, mm-hmm. as Mrs. Potts. Okay, from the cartoon version of... Disney's Beauty and the Beast. For a second, I thought you weren't going to mention oh my gosh. Mrs. Potts. I was like, are you crazy? So, rest in peace Angela Lansbury. An amazing career and amazing life. An amazing voice. And an amazing voice, yes. Uh, Britney Spears is going viral for reading her dad 
to filth, but the best part about it is the ending. Wait, what did she do to her dad? She read him to filth. That's when you just roast somebody okay. and rip them a new one. <laughs> so Britney posted a lengthy Instagram caption, ripping apart her father, Jamie Spears, and everything he's done. She finishes the caption with, Every morning I wake up and every night before I go to sleep, I pray to bleeping God that you get just five minutes of the pain I felt. I pray you burn in hell, you sorry SOB. Whoa. And then she ended it with the words, Photos by Sven Simon. <laughs> So she destroys her dad and then credits the photographer of, like, the pictures that she posted on Instagram. Good on her, and you know? Aaron in the comment section says, Brittany with a bunch of fire emojis. We love a queen who doesn't forget a photo credit, even in rage. Exactly. There's so many, you know, maybe it's because all these celebrities are out here getting sued for posting pictures of themselves by other yeah. people. But damn, she kept her head enough to do that. She That's, did. It's makes a bit it of a, sting even more. It's a bit of a stupid story, but I thought that that was really I funny. I love it. And The Masked Singer is on tonight at 8, our time on CTV, and it's Andrew Lloyd Webber night. Oh my. So they've got us singing corn on this year's oh Mask no. Singer, so I only expect on Andrew oh no. Lloyd Webber night a Broadway rendition of the Corn Kid theme song. <sighs> it's corn. Oh, it exists. A big lump with knobs. <laughs> it has the juice. Okay. I'll Dear stop. Lord. Um, Nick Cannon is the host of this show, by the way. Uh-huh. So I have a theory he's actually birthing out the next generation of masked singer contestants. Is that it? That's going to be the big twist at the end. In a couple of years, he could have a whole Nick Cannon <laughs> season of just all Nick Cannon's kids. I would definitely watch that. Yeah. So all masked right. singer tonight. Check it out. Is Tom Brady going to be on it? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Your next Wither Reports at 720. <laughs> We're going to try to find our uh, next winner of 5K coming up. But first, the iconic queen who never forgets the credit, her photographers. Oh. How appropriate. Britney Spears and Elton John's in there, too. It's Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. When you're having num, 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 nums with your family, does that stress you out or relieve stress? It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. That was a bit of a stretch, What? Johnny. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, 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 <laughs> nom, nom. There's this new survey from the American Heart Association that says 91% of parents say their family is less stressed when they eat together. That doesn't surprise me at all. We it actually, surprises me so much. We got a text from Kel, and she guessed that yeah? before we started. Oh, good she for said you, if Kel. they eat dinner together or play games, movies, or go for a walk. Hmm. I like all those things. That's great. But for me, when I think of a family get-together having a dinner, I think of stress. Like, I think of... Like the extended family get together. It's like a Thanksgiving dinner where everyone's there. For me, I think that's stressful for no, everyone. No, uh, for me, it's very much like we had dinner together every night as a family in okay. high school and growing up. So it's just the four of us set the table, eat dinner together, talk about our days, put oh, on man. some Elton John, whatever. What? That was Who how we you? spent every single, that was literally how we spent every single dinner. Okay, well, that's, that's great for you guys. And you can text us at 109390. Do you like the family sit-down dinners, or do they stress you out? Because growing up, it was that was my nightmare. I didn't like having to... We barely ever sat at the table, and when we did, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, Are you about to break some bad news to us right now? Like, what's going on? I am stressed out. You're like, who died kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, and then it's like, either you're forced to, like you were saying, tell each other about your days. Woo, that's, that's always a great a time. I, I could not deal. And then either it's that or, even worse, the silence where you can just hear your, your dad chewing so loud. Gross. Stop ma- First of all, stop making mouth noises immediately. <laughs> 
Second of all, it was always funny. Like, it was such a tradition for us, especially on days where we had fish. Because my dad oh would my be God. like, well, we got fish and we can't freeze it. So we aren't eating fish tonight for dinner. Okay. And it's like, you can't go to your friend's house because we got to eat this We've fish. we got to eat this, this fish. This fish isn't going to eat itself. Fish fry and night. I'm like, all right. Sure. But it, I think it's yeah. a really good thing. Yeah, I think for me, again, the main stressful thing is the, the extended family. Because this year, I will agree with you, all of our Thanksgiving celebrations were smaller. They were all just immediate family with yeah. uh, my fiance Sammy's family and then my family. And it was great. It was maybe some of the best Thanksgivings that we've had because it was a way more low-key affair. And that was really relaxing and it was a nice way to connect with people. So you're saying when you toss the aunts, uncles, and cousins yeah. in there, that's when it gets I crazy? I think so. And I think Jess has my back here on the phone. Um, you had a family dinner that was very stress-inducing, eh? What happened? Um... My uncle stood up and he admitted to having an affair. Good. <laughs> it was my first year at the adult table. It was an exciting time. Oh, no. Never in my life did I think that I would be scarred the way that I was. <laughs> like, oh I want to go back to Trauma. the kids' table, please. Why was it? Oh, was it scarring for you though? Like, uh, well, there was a lot of a lot of things thrown, um, <laughs> and the cops were actually called. Oh. Our oh, next door neighbor had called the cops, and so the cops showed up shut up and shut the whole thing down. Everybody was fighting, screaming, yelling. My what? uncle what? and um, my other uncle, who is his older brother, actually ended up getting arrested no. for the night because uh, they they started fighting on the front lawn. So. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you announce that at Thanksgiving dinner? I don't know. I'm saying some people, they live for the drama at these dinners. Like They've been sitting on this news all year. They're like, I'm going to blow it all up. I'm going to stress everybody out. This guy's been watching way too much Real Housewives. He's, like, going to throw some drinks and flip a table. That's going to be me. I don't have a choice at this point. Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. There's a brand new wellness retreat out there, and it might be one of the first ones we're actually on board with. You too, Johnny. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. So it's not a yoga retreat it's not a silence retreat. Have you ever seen those? Silence retreat? You just don't talk the whole time? Yeah. Is that it? This is oh. a sleep retreat. Ooh, all right. And it might seem a little bit counterintuitive to book a flight somewhere just to, like, stay in the hotel room and sleep because you could do that anywhere, right? Can you, though? But, exactly, exactly. <laughs> there are some upscale establishments that are debuting specialized suites with soundproof walls nice. and other sleep-promoting features. There's actually a fancy hotel in London called the Cadigan Hotel, they have a sleep concierge. Really? Yes. What do you do as a sleep concierge? You're on call for all of your guests' sleep needs. So you can order double-stuffed pillows. You can play meditation music. They'll deliver nighttime tea to your suite. It sounds absolutely amazing. There's even like a scented pillow mist that oh they give God. you that'll support the best night's sleep. Mm -hmm. And they say that these sleep retreats are actually becoming more and more popular because wellness is so hot right now. Uh-huh. And Harvard researcher Dr. Rebecca Robbins says rest-only reservations are actually drawing attention because pandemic disrupted everyone's sleep cycles for like 40% of adults. So it's, uh, I'm changing the music up here oh, to a little... Oh, you don't want this one anymore? <laughs> Sleep retreats. I think my music would help people sleep better than this. This is just terrifying. They're now. the new yoga retreats. Yeah. Just go somewhere and not leave the hotel room and have the best sleep of your whole life. I feel like part of what they do should be uh, you're not allowed to bring your phone because that's, I think, the number one hindrance to sleeping. Yeah, or like lock your phone in a box at 7 yeah. p.m. or something. 
Damn, this is, might be a new job aspiration, too. The sleep concierge is pretty great. Like, how? what do you put on your resume as a sleep concierge? Like, I'm really good at sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're helping people to sleep. So, yeah. I don't know. They just, like, carry around, like, a big stick. You're like, hey, can you give me one of those night-night bonks? <laughs> Boom! All right, see you in the morning. I don't That's know. not could... a retreat. That's violence. <laughs> okay. Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. So burnt hair is trending on Twitter, and it's worse than you think. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Take, take a stab in the dark. Wild guess. Why do you think burnt hair is trending? You can text 10.93.9. Does it have anything to do with Chris Pine getting rid of his <laughs> lob, yeah. his long bob? Wasn't actually a conscious haircut decision. He, he just burned, he burned his hair off. Singed. No, not quite. It's Elon Musk trolling again. So... Yeah. When is he not? I'm so always, tired of hearing about always. Elon Musk. Honestly, I, know. I, I do. I want him to go away. Uh, but the most, the latest thing here, he's living up to his name of Musk, and was joking about putting out this perfume called Burnt Hair. But like other things, you know, Elon Musk jokes about things, and then they become reality because of his massive wealth right. and influence. So he ended up releasing this, a perfume called Burnt Hair. And there is no worse smell in the whole world than no. burnt hair. It's awful. Anyone who's like used a hair straightener or a curling iron from like the eight, a curling irons from the eighties, <laughs> your hair smells different afterwards. And that's you know what he was saying. I guess was like, oh, it's pungent, and the whole thing is is a joke. It pretty much word for word ripped from Anchorman, but. When a joke becomes reality, Elon Musk, uh, he makes more money. This is what we allow him to do. He was selling these bottles of burnt hair perfume for $100 a pop. Well, do you know what he's going to start doing next? He's going to be like one of those OnlyFans people who sells his bathwater. It's and the there, same thing. There will be bros out yeah. there who will buy it. Chugging Elon Musk's bathwater. You know they're out there. <laughs> Not quite, uh, but he has already sold... 10,000 bottles of the stuff. So that's uh, another, what, million dollars for Elon Musk just for trolling. I just don't... I, I'm still going to take Sex Panther over this well, every time. I'm he sorry. Needs, he needs a little supplemental income now that he's actually bought Twitter. Oh, that's God. what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's trying to have a side hustle now. Something tells me he's going to be pretty comfortable. Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. 60% of the time, it works every time. I'm telling you, that's exactly where he got it. That's also Elon Musk math right there. 60% of the time it works every time. Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Have you been following any of the Miss USA drama? Because contestants are saying that the competition has been rigged. A mystery is afoot. This is the Hannah Files. So these allegations started with Miss Montana, Heather Lee O'Keefe, exposing the behind the scenes of the Miss USA pageant on TikTok. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of reasons she was speculating about cheating in crowning the winner, but this is the one that held the most weight for me. Okay, here's part two. I'm just going to go for it. And if you're new here, welcome to pageant drama TikTok. Miss USA 2022 was crowned two nights ago on Monday night. I competed. I didn't win. Miss Texas won. The drama all started when one of the huge major sponsors posted a video almost immediately after this girl won, showing her at their resort having this luxury vacation, which is supposed to be part of the Miss USA prize package. There's no way that she was already flown out there and is having all of these treatments. So it's pretty clear that this video was pre-recorded and she was flown out there about nine weeks ago for this 
experience. They also drew attention to the fact that one of the main sponsors, different than the than the holiday one, mm-hmm. was sharing only Miss Texas's content before she won the crown. They were wow. resharing only Miss Texas on their Instagram. And they said her reaction when she actually won the title of Miss USA was tepid at best. Tepid. Yes. Oh, my. And now Miss Universe, which is different from Miss USA, is on the case. Uh-huh. They actually say that they're aware of the allegations and they're investigating. They've begun an active review into the situation to ensure the fairness of their national competitions. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. No, this is where the real plot twist happens. I've been Miss Texas this whole time. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I just wanted to win so bad. World peace. Well, I think that I would like to see world peace. Yeehaw! Johnny, I don't know if you'd uh, look as good in a gown, in a full-length gown. <laughs> You've just never seen it. Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. The question before us today, was I wrong for wanting to split the bill on a first date? And yes, this is coming from a guy. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Here's the full story before you judge too harshly. It says, I had a first date over the weekend that didn't go well. We had great banter when we were chatting on Tinder, but didn't really click in person. We went to an expensive restaurant on Saturday night, and when the bill came, I asked for it to be split. She got pissed and said that I should pay for dinner. I told her that I would if we were going to have a second date, but since we're not, we should just split it. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. No, you got to eat that. (laughs) You got to take the L and move on. He says uh, she paid and then stormed out, but not before she called me the worst human ever. Was I wrong for wanting to split the bill on a first date that wasn't going anywhere? See, that's the thing about this one. That is the important caveat. If you are always splitting the bill on a first date, whatever, you do you. Mm -hmm. Personally, I think if a guy invites me on a first date, I expect them to pay for it. Well, this is a thing, though. It's not like he said, I took her out to an expensive restaurant. We went to an expensive restaurant. Right. So we don't even know who asked who. We don't know if it was kind of like a, like, I mean, they, they went on Tinder together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they were chatting it up on there. And does it just kind of gradually head this way? But people do bill split. That's not yeah. something that we are shaming. No. But to make the bill splitting conditional upon whether or not the date goes well. Yeah. Like, to say I would have paid for it if I had liked you, mm-hmm. which is essentially what he said. Yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> not okay. No, I get that. You could text 10939. Let us know what you think about this. Was this guy wrong for wanting to split the bill? But that is the whole thing. It's like, it, it's offensive to the other person, I feel like, to say it like that. Like, if we were going to have a second date, I would pay for it. Yeah. But I, I don't want this to be anything more than just a dinner, so we should split so it. So not only are you roasting <laughs> them saying you don't want to see them again, you also are making them pay for their own dinner. Like, guy, that's why she got mad. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. That's exactly <laughs> why. You could have let her down a lot easier than that. And what else could have happened during this date that she called him the most terrible well, human being on the planet? Yeah. Like, what are we not hearing? Yeah, maybe before the bill came, he was one of those people who was, like, snapping at the waiter. Uh, Can I get the bill, please? Deal get breaker. <laughs> Hannah and John. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is how you split the bill conditional on how the date goes. It's 
Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. It shouldn't be, but that's what it was in this asking for a friend situation. Yeah. He basically said that since there was no second date, he intended to split the bill. But if there had have been a second date, he would have paid for the whole thing. Right. He's like, I, I got no interest in moving forward with you, so He's, I don't feel obliged to pay for right. your meal. He's like, I don't like, to, I don't like you enough to yeah. buy half of this dinner. So not a great look. We have a lot of texts about this as well. Some people are saying just make sure you have the money to cover yours if you're asked. Mm. Um, another person says Dan says split it. Yep. He says split both it. parties are there for the same intentions. Second date is a different story. Okay, yeah. So there's some people saying it's not unreasonable to do mm-hmm. that, right? Yep. Yeah. We got Julie on the phone. You think that buddy should have paid for the whole thing, eh? I do. Had, had he said something at the beginning of the date or maybe while they were making the date saying, you know, uh, you know, let's split the first bill uh, just to see how things, maybe not to see how things go, but just, you know, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, but he popped it on her at the last minute when the check was coming. I don't think that was right because what if she wasn't prepared to pay for it. That's true. <laughs> right. Like, he kind of made it seem like he intended to pay, but then changed his mind since the date didn't go well. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> knowing what you're getting into is a way better approach. From beginning to end, how this guy approached it was wrong. I don't think anyone is saying, oh, you know, you're a bad person if you want to split a bill. But like you said, keeping people in the loop for what's going to happen, like what the <laughs> expectations are. Right. Like, like I, I would have no problem splitting a bill if, if it was brought up at the beginning. And, mm-hmm. and even, even, you know, when the check would come, I'm the type of person that would offer to give yeah. money towards it. But when it's brought up at the last minute, it's, I, I don't think that was right. Mm-hmm. Oh, Julie, we always offer. <laughs> and whether they take us up on it or not, that is the ultimate test. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I would have dined and dashed on both of you guys. Oh, come on. <laughs> Virgin Mornings with Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. There are a lot of upsides to this time of year. Uh, lovely fall foliage, exciting fall activities, and the unlocking of our wardrobes, your sweaters, your jackets. They're all back in play, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is, though, too many damn pockets. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio, and that this might be a, a hot take. Problem. This is, is it absolutely though? a Johnny problem because Johnny wears, like, essentially cargo everything. Wait, like, first of all. Your jean jacket yesterday had eight different pockets. There were two <laughs> pockets on the inside. There was, like, four pockets on the outside. You had pockets in your jeans themselves. Yeah. It's like not all of us are walking around with that many pockets. Well, usually it's a good thing. And I think that most, I don't want to speak for all women here, but uh, I think a lot of the time, Girls complain they don't have enough pockets. That's right? absolutely true. So That's why it doesn't relate to me. Well, this is the thing. I think a lot of people know what I'm talking about. I posted a reel on our Instagram, Virgin Radio Windsor, about this very thing. Because mm-hmm. yesterday, I had that moment when Hannah and I were doing the tab grab, where mm-hmm. we go around and pay for people's bills just with a random surprise. Uh, I was I was holding on to the company credit card, the Which boss's credit card. Which was immediately a mistake, because Johnny <laughs> looked at me and said, you've got the credit card, right? And I was like... No. You do. I gave it to him for five minutes, and he says, you've got that card, right? 
No, no, I don't have the company credit card. And then I did the whole and thing. And it had the card and the pin the on a pin post-it on a, on a piece if of paper. If somebody found that, Ooh. we would be so screwed. Yeah, completely screwed. I probably would have lost my job. So I, I do the whole panic rummage through all my pockets. Like, where is it? Where is it? And I find it. And I, you know, I'm relieved. I laugh. And I'm like, now you know what my fiance Sammy goes through on a regular basis. Because I'll do that to her. I'll have something. I'll be like, oh, you have this thing, right? And she's like, no, what are you talking about? And you have it. I immediately took the credit card back and was yes. like, Johnny's not all that. I can't be trusted, Mm -hmm. but I'm not alone. Uh, Kat on our Instagram said, I totally agree. I literally have to place things in specific pockets now, repeat to myself where they are, and I still triple check. Like, it is. You know, you do that phone wallet keys stepping out the door. I think that's just anxiety of living in 2022. I guess so. There are things that I lose a lot, like losing my tea in the house, never knowing where I put it down. See, that's the thing. on a table somewhere. It's in the microwave. Yeah, in the microwave. (laughs) Losing my car in the parking lot. Like, that's pretty common. The on the head. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if you have any of those, you can text us at 1093.9. But we do do have a call here, 519-792-6040. Something of your husband's went missing, but you weren't really that upset. What happened? When we uh, first got together, he had this awful red muscle tee that had uh, all kinds of black flies printed on the front of it. Yeah. First of all, he did not need to be wearing a muscle tee. Second (laughs) of all, it was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Come on. So, um, mysteriously, it disappeared while doing laundry somewhere at the laundromat one day. I wonder what happened to it. (laughs) Oh, man. Tell me he had, like, the big uh, burly mustache, too. Where could it be? Uh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9. Virgin Radio. What would you do if you saw somebody rifling through your mailbox and they take something out of it? It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Now, imagine if it was someone who was looking for your vote. This is a crazy story, and it happened in Tecumseh. So, it was one of the candidates for Award 1. They were caught on video. So, Daniel Hofgartner taking um, Alicia Higginson's campaign flyer out of someone's mailbox and putting it in his back pocket. This kind of sounds like something that would happen on The Office. Right. Oh, totally. Don't you think? Totally. So Canvassing door to door, and then you see, like, your opponent's yeah. flyer, and oh, you're like, oh, I'm going to take this. Thank you very much. So this is the thing. Stealing people's mail, it is a crime, right? right? So mm-hmm. it depends on how you feel about this, but the town of Tecumseh got the OPP involved. And that's kind of where it's at right now. Um, if you didn't know, theft of mail, maximum sentence 10 years in a penitentiary. But is that necessarily theft of mail, though? Because it wasn't directly addressed to the person in the house. No. It was just a flyer that was going to every house. Exactly. It's not like it's a private opening. That's the question here. So uh, Nikki Craig was the person who it happened to. She posted the video on Facebook showing Hofgartner grabbing the flyer. It was hanging out of the mailbox next to her front door. And then he says in the video, I guess, she's got a new one out. And this is what he was saying was that he was curious over what the new flyer might be. He wanted to check it out, wanted to read it. So he was taking it for those purposes was the response originally. Uh, But you have you have some audio. Well, probably he was just he was just doing it. And he was like, ha, this is really funny. I'm just going to take this since it's like right in front of my face. And didn't really think about the repercussions. Obviously, there was a camera at the front door. So it didn't work out well for him. But he was talking to Mike and Lisa from our sister station. Station AM800, mm-hmm. and this is what he had to say if this clip is going to work. He's Let's apologizing see. for his actions here. Nope. 
It's not going to work. <laughs> These are it's going to make you play an it's ad. It's going to make me listen to a 30-second ad again. Well, I already listened to a 30-second ad. <laughs> they always do that to you. But while that happens, mm-hmm. I just have to say, this gives me the same vibes as a, like a jealous partner or potential partner. You know, maybe they get a hold of your phone somehow and they see mm-hmm. a text or like hear a voicemail. From someone like you're cheating on me with another well, candidate. Yeah, they like delete it before you can even get the message, you know, because they're yeah. like, "You're all for me." I, I don't know. Like, it, do you believe that it was a type of thing where he just wanted to check out the flyer, or do you think it was a, the type of thing where he just wanted to get the other candidate's flyer out of there? I think he just wanted to get the other candidate's flyer yeah. out of there. You do for sure, so, and I think I've got this. Uh, tell us what took place. Oh, very simply, um, you know, I, I started campaigning with my volunteer uh, that morning, or I should say that afternoon. In the first house or two I came to, I saw a new piece of literature hanging out of the mailbox, and I, I looked at it and mentioned to my, my volunteer that, you know, there's a new piece out from my opponent, and not thinking, and with poor judgment, just put it in my back pocket thinking I would read it later, and, and um, I made I made a mistake. I've owned up to it. Um, I had no malice uh, intent uh, towards Alicia and her campaign team or her campaign. And uh, just, you know, poor decision at the, at the wrong time. And whether I was caught on camera or not, it, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I apologize and, and uh, I want to move on. And, and, you know, I think I'm, I'm still a great candidate for this town. There right. you go. Okay. We found it. Whether it was caught on camera or not doesn't matter. What do you think? Like, should there be repercussions from this or should it be like, a, yeah, I made a mistake. Let's move on. I mean, it's not a good look, but no. I think getting the OPP involved is overreacting. A little, a little intense. A million for sure. percent. I do. I personally think it's forgivable, mostly because I don't want any campaign flyers in my mailbox. Like, they're, I find them wasteful, just like campaign signs. They'll get me started. But yeah, Daniel, if you want to come and take all the campaign flyers out of my, my mailbox, power to you. Get the junk mail, too, while you're in there. I'll even let you keep the Arby's coupons. Oh. No, give the Arby's coupons for me. They're yours, Hannah. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Hi, it's us. Just finishing off this Legally Blunt podcast with some never-before-heard behind-the-scenes clips of the Hannah and Johnny show. (laughs) I guess. We don't really call it that, but... Johnny was trying to call our winner of 5K a day, $5,000 that we give away every single weekday. <laughs> but as soon as he picked up the phone, I suddenly just got a tickle in my nose. It happens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and another time, our phone was ringing, but just like a ghost, we picked it up. No one was there. Morning, it's Hannah and Johnny. You're not there. You don't exist. What? For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday morning, 6 to 10.